Welcome to the Beeson Podcast, coming to you from Beeson Divinity School on the campus of Samford University in Birmingham, Alabama. Now your host, Timothy George. Welcome to today's Beeson Podcast. I have in the studio today a student from Beeson Divinity School, our first one ever for the Beeson Podcast, and you're going to enjoy getting to know him, James Sutton. Welcome, James, to the Beeson Podcast. Thank you, Dr. George, for having me. Now, I know folks are going to want to know a little bit about you and where you came from and your background. Say a little bit about that. Well, I was uh, born and raised in uh, Pearl, Mississippi. Um, that's uh, my home. Uh, where is Pearl? Uh, right in uh, central Mississippi, right outside of Jackson, the capital city. Uh, it's a small city. Um, I, I think of it uh, for Folks who know uh, Alabama, I, I kind of compare it a lot to Trussell in that uh, kind of same rule kind of sense. Uh, but it's a small town, close-knit. Everybody knows everybody. Um, of course, it's growing a lot now. Uh, every time I go back, it's a new uh, business uh, there. But uh, that's where my mother's family is. My father's family is from uh, Silver Creek, Mississippi, right outside of uh, Monticello, uh, more southern to the state. Uh, he's one of 17. My mom is one of 10. Wow. Uh, so it's a huge family. I'm a huge family you person. a lot of uncles and aunts. A lot of uncles, a <laughs> lot of cousins. cousins. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So, someone told me you used to play basketball. You kind of look like a basketball player, tall and athletic, and, <laughs> but you say it was a failed career. Well, well, it was uh, like every young kid uh, with the little bit of height. I uh, grew up uh, watching television, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, and oh, yeah. wore some of their shoes, and wow. uh, you know, just thought I might be able to have a career <laughs> in <laughs> basketball, but it didn't quite work out for me. Now, how did you discern a call to ministry, and how did you choose to come to Beeson? Being in such a large family and uh, in Mississippi in the South, uh, it's almost impossible to find uh, you know, an African-American family that doesn't have preachers. And my family is loaded with preachers, uh, pastors, and people who've just who've just served the church in so many ways. And um, we never really thought of it as, you know, a ministerial uh, function growing up. We just we just thought this is just how we live. Uh, when an aunt would open her home to uh, welcome people for dinner after church uh, or during the week, uh, it was just it was just our custom. It was just the way uh, we, we live. Um, but um I started to sense a call when I moved to Birmingham. I moved to Birmingham in 2005 uh, to take a job with a public relations firm. And I started ministering here at the church that I had become a part of. Uh, and the pastor would uh, give me opportunities to teach. Uh, he sensed a call. Um, other people who saw me would sense a call and, and they all told me I was going to be a pastor and I denied it, denied it, denied it as if I was being interrogated on a witness that no, 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 it's not me. But I decided that the best thing for me to do was to seek for myself. And I went on a seven day fast. I didn't eat any food. I didn't have anything to drink for seven days. And at the end of that fast, I prayed uh, and I and I just asked God directly, God, what is it that you want me to do? I was standing in the middle of my apartment in the living room, and I just remember it was December 4th, uh, 2004, and I, I clearly heard him say, son, I want you to preach. And after that, I just uh, I wept. I called uh, my girlfriend, mm -hmm. who would become my fiance and who would become my wife, uh, and told her. 
and uh, she wept with me, mm. and uh, we just wow. had a fellowship. Now, I didn't ask you a moment ago. You say you came from a churched family. Was were the, what there a particular denomination or yes? What yes. was that? It was called the Church of Christ Holiness, mm-hmm. um, and it's a very very small denomination, probably about twenty thousand people nationwide. But uh, great founder uh, Charles Price Jones, uh, mm-hmm. who has written over a thousand hymns in his life. To, uh, as a matter of fact, he's the first African-American who published a body of songs. Oh. Uh, but he, he comes out of the Methodist uh, Pentecostal tradition. He was born and raised a Baptist preacher, mm-hmm. but uh, transitioning to holiness uh, is more influenced by uh, Methodism and Pentecostalism. You know, this is a little bit off the point, but uh, Beeson Divinity School is named for two people, Ralph Waldo Beeson, who was our founding benefactor, and his father, John Wesley Beeson, who came out of that same sort of lay, holiness, Methodist, revival, camp meeting uh, era, and was a very devout person. And he was also uh, in Mississippi, Meridian, Mississippi. It's mm. where Ralph Beeson was born. So I, I didn't know that about wow. you, and there's an interesting connection between that part of your story and the Beeson story, too. Wow. I didn't know he was uh, from the Meridian. That's Meridian, pretty, yeah. yeah. Interesting. How about that? Wow. So you're in Birmingham. You have this call from the Lord. Mm-hmm. It's a very clear, distinct call. Uh, where does Beeson come into the picture? Wow. Um, well, after I, I began to preach, and uh, there were several times I just struggled with uh, sermon development uh, and teaching uh, different different things. I always knew, not always, but once I accept, accepted the call to preach, I knew that I wanted to develop that. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to just, uh, it's nothing wrong with it, but I knew I wanted to uh, get further education. Uh, I never saw myself getting a master's degree in anything. I never saw myself needing it because I was going to just have my own business and, you know, have experience. But I knew of Beeson, had heard of Beeson and the wonderful reputation of Beeson. And I've heard of Dr. Timothy George uh, and just uh, the great work that you all were doing here. Uh, And I talked to some students who had graduated and who were current uh, students at the time. And uh, I applied and did not get in. <laughs> ah, now, that's an interesting story. It is. Say a little bit more about that, because you're here. You must have got in somehow, yeah. later on, maybe. Well, it's the grace of God. Uh, if I didn't understand grace before then, I understand <laughs> now. Uh, but, uh, you know, my uh, background and my career, um, as far as uh, education, just, uh, you know, I I knew College was something that was necessary, but it, it was never something I took seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, I just skated through. I was a C student in high school. I was a C student in college, and uh, I I lived the life of a college student. And I I played basketball in high school, so that was the top priority for me because obviously I was working towards a career in the NBA uh, <laughs> that did not work out. But um, but uh, you know you know looking back, I just I, I see it as a huge missed opportunity that I had. You know, a lot of people don't get to go to college. Uh, yeah. A lot of people don't yeah. don't yeah. don't get to finish high school. Um, but um, but but God's given me a second chance to kind of do some things over. I applied to Beeson again, and God, by God's grace, I was accepted. Well, that says two things to me. One, it commends your sense of perseverance. You didn't quit. You didn't give up. You had in your heart that this was something the Lord wanted you to do. And even though you had been told no the first time, 
you kept knocking on the door. And there's a verse in the Bible that says, Seek and you shall find. Knock, keep on knocking, and the door will be open. And then it also commends to me the, the wisdom of our admissions committee because they're the ones who, I didn't meet you, I didn't have anything to do with it, but you met with a, a group of admissions counselors and people who uh, talked with you, prayed with you, and they saw something in you that said, This is a fellow that we ought to have here at Visa. And I'm so glad uh, that they said yes that second time around. Just imagine, because this is really true, here you're, you're looking at me in a room, you're talking into a microphone, but uh, people are listening to this. Some of them are driving down the road, some of them are at home, they may be out jogging in the morning, uh, listening on the Internet, however they're getting this podcast. And many of them will never have been to Beeson. They don't really know much about Beeson, uh, if anything. Speak to them and tell them, uh, what Beeson Divinity School is about. Someone who knows maybe nothing about it or very little about it, how would you describe Beeson to them? Wow. Um, well, it, I've been here. This is my fourth semester at Beeson. And, uh, you know, at, at first coming, I was extremely intimidated, uh, extremely overwhelmed, given my history uh, and my background with academics uh you know i was uh i was i was overwhelmed that that that's just my story but i have found here people who know how to pray professors who know how to pray mm-hmm. um i found that it's not just all about the academics but it's also about the reality of spiritual growth and development mm-hmm. uh spiritual application mm-hmm. uh and just uh, the formation of the person and uh, so I found that uh, our professors here uh, are people who are rooted and in, in, in entrenched in God's word and in the in the intellectual study of God's word. But they also have the practical aspect of prayer and they're willing to pray with students. They're willing to meet with students. Um, I, I think that the classes that are offered are just profound in what they offer and what they teach and in how it's taught. I really value uh, what uh, and the stories um, I, I think about how Dr. Thielman talks fondly of his father uh, and the relationship and he'll tie that in to a message uh, or to a teaching about 1 Corinthians mm-hmm. 13 and I listen to even Dr. House talk about his family uh, even Dr. Devine talk about his his background how God has worked in his life I just appreciate the reality of that that's not something that you might expect in an academic environment but you know, in a, in a spiritual environment, those stories speak to somebody like me who has my own past. So I value that. And I, I just think anyone who comes to Beeson or, or listens to the Beeson podcast, that, that, that's something really important to know. Now, are there any particular moments? You've mentioned a couple now from your professors uh, kind of sharing out of their own personal narrative and story. But are there any particular moments in class that you kind of remember? These are aha moments. Uh, you'll always remember them. Uh, you're, you you have a ways to go. You say you're four semesters in, two semesters to go. But what stands out? So many things uh, stand out. Um, um, I, I'm I'm taking preaching right now <laughs> from none other than Dr. Robert Smith wow. Jr. and uh, just the wonderful insight. It's it's it amazes me how he does everything just with no notes. That that's a very intimidating thing. Uh, but just to see his appreciation, his value, and his commitment to preaching in that way, yeah. that has really opened my mind up. And to be taught in that way, 
has really just uh, just allowed me to see things in a very very new and different light. I've every every sermon I've ever preached, I've had notes, but I I think I'm moving toward <laughs> with God's grace, maybe mo- preaching without notes. And That's not a me. test of fellowship. It's just a test of Dr. Robert Smith Jr. <laughs> right? <laughs> he does it so well. He does, and he, he does. tries to prepare you Absolutely. as his students to right. be able to right. to speak out of your heart and Absolutely. out of the overflow. Absolutely. Uh, not 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 in any way. I think you would agree diminishing the preparation absolutely as a matter of fact he doesn't encourage everyone to do it not everyone is going to preach without notes and i probably won't preach every sermon without notes i'm pretty sure i won't but i appreciate the 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 foundation and the core of uh, of of the of the encouragement that that he's giving that allowed to come out of the overflow now you mentioned dr smith i know you are the recipient of the antonio maurice smith scholarship I think it'd be interesting for our listeners to know a little bit about that scholarship for whom it was named and how that has impacted you. I got an email from, I guess, the Bursar's office that said, you have some funds been applied to your account. So I go online to check what has changed and I see this name, Antonio Maurice Smith. Now this is before I've gotten a letter or anything. Mm-hmm. I have no idea who Antonio Mari Smith is. I, I just didn't. I didn't put anything together with anybody. So what I did was uh, what any 21st century person would do is Google. <laughs> I Googled the name Antonio Mari Smith and Beeson and nothing really came up. So I just did Antonio Mari Smith. And what I found was an article that was a news report about the robbery and the murder of Antonio Mari Smith. And then I saw a picture that was attached to the article and I saw his face. And, you know, I'm 6'3", but I cry like a baby. Mm. I, I was sitting on the lower level of the library when I found this out. And I just sat down there and I wept. And I went, the next thing I did was went to Sherry Brown's office who's the admissions director here, and I asked her about it. And uh, she said, uh, oh, you haven't gotten a letter yet, but you, you're the recipient of the Antonio Maurice Smith Scholarship, uh, named for Dr. Robert Smith's son, who was uh, tragically uh, killed. And I wept again. It was a, I mean, that is really the biggest probably aha moment I've had and biggest thing that's happened here. I. I felt this real connection with even a, a, an understanding of Christ at that point. It was a Antonio becomes a type mm. for me mm. at in in that his death has allowed me to continue my edu- education here mm. at Beeson. Uh so I'm I'm just deeply honored by that. So out of uh, unspeakable tragedy for which there is no explanation in human terms, uh, God has been able to do something redemptive in your life. Right. And that's a wonderful thing. It is. So praise the Lord for that. Now, James, we don't have very much longer on the podcast, but I wonder if you would just look into the future. I know you're you're a preacher, not a prophet, but five, ten years from now, where would you see God leading you? What's the direction of your ministry as you understand it now, knowing the Holy Spirit can mess up all our plans. But as you look into the future 
as you're preparing here at Beeson, uh, what do you see? Well, I, I, I came with a sense of a pastoral calling. I came with a sense that um, at some point I would end up leading a church. Um, I didn't know whether that would be a church that was already established and I took over as pastor or whether I planted a church. Um, I kind of see myself at this point maybe perhaps planting a church um, and uh, building something from the ground with a group of people who we all have our hands on it. And uh, and God allows me to, you know, in his grace to lead and to preach and to minister the word uh, as I've learned uh, here to do uh, at Beeson. Um, I've, I've, I've for a long time been passionate about uh, racial reconciliation and have had thoughts uh, and aspirations to lead a multicultural church, um, whether that's in Birmingham or somewhere else, I don't know, or whether that's what I'll end up doing, I don't know. But um, at some point, I do want to have my hands uh, involved in uh, multiculturalism and uh, um, reaching uh, different uh, audiences uh, for, for Christ. I'm doing my uh, cross-cultural ministry in uh, Florida this mm-hmm. January. It's uh, Dr. Padilla's uh, home church. Uh, Iglesia Hispana de Boca Raton. Yeah. Uh, so I'm How's your really Spanish? Not very good. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope to learn uh, two or three words while I'm there. <laughs> yeah. But I'm very, very excited about that. Uh, the church, I mean, the, the world is, is changing. And uh, I think the church really has to be ready to respond uh, to that change and to be able to embrace people. Now, you mentioned your wife. I want you to say just a little bit about your family and uh, kind of the folks back in Mississippi. What do they think about what you're doing over here and your your wife, your family here? Say a little bit about that. Well, my wife has been just great and supportive. I, I couldn't be here without her. I really, really could not. Tell us her name. Her name is Marie. Hi, Marie. <laughs> yeah, she's a, she's a writer, and we have two children, uh, my daughter Simone, who's five, and our son Stephen, who's four. They're 17 months apart, so uh, we have our hands full, uh, but they're great, great kids, uh, but uh, she's just a blessing to me, and uh, because of, you know, because she's uh, so gracious, she's allowed me to be here. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've been talking to James Sutton. He's a second-year student here at Beeson Divinity School in our Master of Divinity program. He's from Pearl, Mississippi. He's married to Marie Sutton. They have two children, as he just said. And we're so glad the Lord led you here, James, and he has his hand on you for a special ministry, and I ask God's blessing on you in every way as you go forward. Thank you for this conversation today. Thank you so much, Dr. George, and for your commitment to the school and to students. You've been listening to the Beeson Podcast with host Timothy George. You can subscribe to the Beeson Podcast at our website, BeesonDivinity.com. Beeson Divinity School is an interdenominational evangelical divinity school training men and women in the service of Jesus Christ. We pray that this podcast will aid and encourage your work, and we hope you will listen to each upcoming edition of the Beeson Podcast.